My name is Matt Brown. Good morning, Vietnam! Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Time to rock it from the Delta to the DMZ. Is that me or does that sound like an Elvis Presley movie? Viva Da Nang. Oh, Viva Da Nang. Da Nang me, Da Nang me. Why don't they get a rope and hang me? Hey, is this a little too early for being that loud? Hey, too late. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. And let's start the show. People get built different. We don't need to figure it out. We just need to respect it. The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. How are we all doing? It is Thursday, May 27th, 2021, and we have a lot of fun in store for this broadcast day. But before we get into it, I just want to remind you all to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And to check out all exclusive content regarding this show, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. You can check out all the links to our podcasting platforms that we are a part of, the link to our YouTube page as well. You can see every single episode of the podcast on the site. You can also download every podcast from the site as well. And you can also see the video elements to our podcast. You can see the video podcasts that are associated with each episode as well. You can also check out the blogs I've written, the merchandise store we have. Thanks to our friends at Zazon. You do want to get some affordable and amazing merchandise for the summer. Plus, we have the links to all our social media pages and platforms that we are part of. And to check us out in the world of social media, go to Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. Go to Twitter at ProdConvoPod or go to TikTok at Productive Conversations and check out all the great content we have for the world of social media. So how are we doing, everybody? You know, it was a uh, definitely a good week up until this point as we're recording this the Wednesday morning. I can't instantly react to game two of the Knicks Hawks, but you know I'll be watching and I'm really, really excited. Saw the game on Sunday with two of my great buddies and the Knicks came out hard. They came out with a nice force and I know by time this is released, hopefully they played even better than they did on Sunday and Julius Randle specifically has the game that we are all hoping and expecting him to have and again by time you're listening to this episode i hope this series is tied at one and we go into this weekend with some momentum and we can make a big impact in atl but until then let's go knicks stay exciting and you just love the vibe in the world of the knicks fan as these nba playoffs are heating up and be sure to check us out when we review the first round and preview the next round the conference semifinals that'll be up in a couple of weeks And besides that, it's just so nice to see more people out and about, more people getting vaccinated. I believe the White House announced this week that we are at 50% of fully vaccinated adults. So shout out to all of you. Let's finally reach and get, get more of those numbers up so we can have herd immunity and officially declare this pandemic over. But until then, enjoy the fresh air. Keep being safe, keep doing the right thing, and keep enjoying yourselves as we enjoy your presence with us. And 
just thanking the greatest listeners and fans in the world for tuning in every week and making this show possible. So what do we have? Today, this episode, Kaylin Williams, my great friend, is coming back to do our third edition of Shot of Reality. Yes, me and Kaylin, once a month, go over fan-submitted questions, situations, and help walk them through what they need to do with some expert, real, and emotionally fulfilling advice. So Kaylin Williams is back. We have a lot of great questions to answer. And if you want to submit your own shot of reality question or situation to us for the upcoming June episode, go to our link tree. And the link to our link tree is in the bios of our Instagram page at Productive Conversations Podcast or our Twitter page at ProConvoPod and submit your shot of reality question or situation and we'll help you through it. Also, we have the link to our link tree on the episode description of this specific episode on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. So having said all of that, let's help you out. Let's guide you through the various situations that you may have or different audience members may have and let's have a lot of fun while doing it so kaylin williams we're glad to have you again let's get back to it the third edition of shot of reality starts right now Moments of the month, shot of reality, and you know who's back, Kaylin Williams. Up, kids. She's back to help us sort through the issues of the various audience members, and we are going to do it in the most informative, entertaining, and obviously fun manner while legitimately helping you out. So, having said all of that, Kaylin Williams, welcome back to the show. How are we doing, girl? Up, Buttercup. My personal life's a shit show, a big promotion at work, and I'm going to... So I'm having a fucking fantastic time. How about you? Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, for me, you know, just... uh, uh, We have different issues, what's going on in life now, but, you know, just uh, growing the show, looking for my next opportunity, and having fun in a post-pandemic world and just appreciating every single day. You know, so just yeah, having some it. fun with that. Uh, anything else fun going on in your life, Kaylin? Um, Getting ready for the post-pandemic world? Um, well, um, yes and no. I'm currently enjoying the fact that I have an IUD and I'm vaccinated, but um, as much All as... All right, <laughs> shouts to science. <laughs> My boy science. Um have a couple dates lined up, nothing like terribly like serious. It's... Um, Fucked a medical examiner. So I have technically. Oh, goodness. Hey, look, (laughs) he was six foot four nerdy and could choke me properly. And like we met at the start of the pandemic last year. So it's like I I, like, please, it was a long time coming. No pun intended. Um, (laughs) See the power uh, of staying in touch. Exactly. Like and we weren't like talking every day. We just like occasionally send each other Snapchats and everything. So it, it pays off. It's okay. Being persistent, being persistent, but not creepy. That's the key here, gentlemen. And first advice of this episode. Yeah. Um, And let's think what else, what else, what else? Um, 
other shenanigans that it's a little bit too not safe for work to get into. Uh, but the only other thing I can think of is Matt over here, this asshole. So I asked him this, the question I asked on Snapchat this morning. Oh yeah. I asked, okay. So not only was that a vice peer one, um, Tinder opener for anybody listening is if you could fight any Disney character, who would it be and why? Mm -hmm. This bitch says Eeyore. He says Eeyore. Eeyore. Yes, that is true. Like, I would if, uh, if I had to fight a Disney character, it'd be Eeyore. Why? Simply, be, simply because it'd be an even match. You know, you, we would just play around and, uh, you know, I'd be scary to go up against, you know, these dragons Disney has or these knight in shining armors or the scars. I just want a nice, chill Disney character. If we're forced to be put in a situation of an altercation like that, I would like the uh, least hectic character out there that I thought of at the time. Translation, he's being a little bitch. Me? I'm somebody who, first, I love animals most importantly. Mm -hmm. Especially Disney character animals. Then why not go for Cruella because she skins puppies? I mean... My girl Emma Stone is back there. She's I the am next Cruella. looking forward to that movie. So, like, you know, we can't do that to good old Emma Stone. Yes, why don't we? Why don't we fight haters instead of Disney characters? You know, like, what if I, they were all the haters in the world? Like okay. anybody who uh, is hating on hating the, on you. <laughs> but the thing is, why? Much like how Tywin Lannister clichely said in Game of Thrones, lion doesn't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep. So why the fuck are you going to care? Like, I was it Nikki? No, I think it might have been Cardi B who said like, okay, cool. Like, you can keep on hating on me. My name is still in your mouth. You're still listening to my stuff. So it doesn't really matter. So... Exactly. We'll, 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 dis- we'll discuss this at a later point. What? At, at the end, they were all friends here, right? <laughs> yeah, says the, says the man who, when you and I finally meet up, it's going to be Red Sox-Yankees game at Yankee Stadium, and we're going to get fucking blitzed. Oh, my goodness, Kaylin, with so many emotions going on. This team is fighting tooth and neck. And while always... Having these Red Sox fans and not me banter. Now I have the person next to me doing the same thing. So we have so much going on there. And most importantly, let's go Yankees. As your Celtics gonna get knocked out, they're gonna lose tonight. I don't even like. I don't oh, even yes. like basketball. Basketball is not a real sport. Does okay. The Bruins. What's the Bruins series right now? Because the Cats. Um, Bruins. Beat the Caps. We're moving on to the second round. So go okay. fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> Let's and, go Islanders. Then we right beat- now we're just waiting to see. Yep, Islanders beat uh, the Penguins last night in double overtime. Yeah, uh, Barzal. I think I was the game. one who scored it. Um, so it's looking like, and I'm hoping and praying that it is a Islanders Bruin series for the Sikafrid semis. At least because then. Like at the bottom of my heart, like I feel like so torn because you can't really see, but like on this wall, since I'm like still moving into my apartment, I have my Bruins and my Islanders jerseys up and I'm like, I'm like a mom, like trying to figure out like which kid I'm supposed to support here. I'm like, the fuck? But that is quite a dilemma, huh? I know. Would you act? Are you you planning to go to the games? I'm going to try. 
at least one of them. Um, if I go as an Islanders fan, I'm going to try and go where, because I normally say it with the Blue and Orange Army, because yeah. I have my friend Pat, who I go to games with like all the time. That's how we met. And mm-hmm. it's just when you find somebody that you can be friends with, like he and I, for my birthday, went to Red Sox Mets at Met Stadium. That was like my first time going. And he actually got me game, like, right? yeah, we did like two, one, I think. Against and DeGrom. this is his. Yeah. Well, I mean, DeGrom never gets any support from the fucking Mets anyway. So are we really that surprised? Like, I'm just happy like we kept it to a low lead, but so he accidentally left us in my car. So I have to get, give it back to him. But he, for my birthday, he got me like Ooh. a dugout mug with like the Red Sox logo on it with my name in, uh, inscribed on the back. So that <laughs> I love having sports friends, but Definitely. I digress. Well, you and I are going be- to get drunk. I'll sneak in bottles of um, alcohol because you know, we, I, my tits can do that. Um, <laughs> Look, I've done that at Barclays and I've done that at <laughs> Met at like City Field. Like mm-hmm. I can I can get away with murder basically at this point. So you and I, we're going to get drunk. We're going to watch the Red Sox Yankees play together, even though Red Sox are up, I think, by one game now. But as I don't of know. this moment, the 25th of May. Let's see. Let's see yeah. First, it's Tampa is 30-19. Boston is 29-19 and Yankees are 28-19. So percentage it's 0.612, 604 and 596. But yes, congr- they have a have half a game say- lead in front of us while Rays are up by 1-2. Okay. I do have to say congratulations about finally getting the fuck out from under the Orioles. <laughs> Like, what were I told you guys you. doing? I was embarrassed for you guys. I was like, what are the Yankees fucking doing? So when it came to that, you know, every team has a bad stretch within the season. There's happened at the beginning of the year, but we've been bouncing back with some injuries, but we're still waiting for Santa to come back. But Judge is hitting. Glaber's been knocking off the tear off the ball. We have Garrett Cole pitching normal. We had a no hitter uh, this week. Yeah, I saw or last that. week, like, I should say. It's like what? It's like what? The first one in like all century or something like that? Yeah, literally. literally that was in fucking the first, insane. First time in the 2000, post 2000. 99 was the last one with David Cohn. And yeah, it was a real good time. I don't care what anyone says. I know the no hitter has been so frequent because nobody wants to get a base hit anymore. They're just going for mm-hmm. a home one and strike out. So we've seen five no hitters already, and it's just about to be June. And honestly, but, I still think it's special with it. And just think, this time last year we had no sports. Yeah. On that note, we'll go with the first question. So we have Mikey asking, "What's a place I should take a girl on a first date? Where are the best places to take a first date?" Um, I'd love to hear all- your thoughts on this first. Here's what I think. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I feel, in my opinion especially in a first date. Mm -hmm. Now that we are vaccinated, uh, most people, I should say, not everybody, but in a vaccinated world and people are safe. And, you know, in my opinion, I think you should go slow. I think Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily need to go out for a full dinner, especially if you're treating. I think, honestly, either a cup of coffee. My motto is coffee or milkshakes. Like, it's really nice and smooth. One thing I don't suggest is don't do the walk date. They go to a park and walk around. You need the first interaction to be together. You need to look each other in the eye. You need to have Cupid come together and decide if you're going to be compatible or not. So whatever it is, I suggest it's one-on-one and a nice public place to establish that connection and trust. And it should be, you know, small, like, like I said, milkshakes, coffee, 
Um, I'm actually think drinks should be after the fact because this is the getting to know part. And like, I've known guys and this happened myself that guys are used for meals and we definitely don't want to mm-hmm. do that. And I want to avoid that. And if you are going to be used, you're better off getting used for a $7 milkshake yeah. than, you know, a $40 dinner. So I think Jesus. coffee and milkshake, that's my motto and something small. And I would say if you can FaceTime your partner right before to establish that connection. I've done that. I've been, uh, the times I've done that's been a huge success. You already get the awkward uh, first date bugs out of the way. So I say do the short, you know, the coffee milkshake and then um, even a slice of pizza and then um, go with the, you know, FaceTime right before and then Everybody's in a fun, comfortable place. Let's hear your thoughts on this, Kaylin. What do you think? Well, as always, I think it depends on like the situation, like your relationship with the other person, even though like it's just a new, a new one and one that's just building and just starting. Um, If it's say like I'm meeting with a guy and like, oh, making jokes or whatever. And like, oh, let's meet up. Like, for example, I was talking to a guy on Tinder about how, I fucking hate doing laundry sometimes. And he said, well, no, I entirely agree, whatever. And I said, I'd rather do so-. like, I joked and I told him that, Hey, you do my meal prep for me. I'll do your laundry for you. And he's like, fucking deal. And I told him like, what, I mean, I think it's a really good trade because you get to come over, cook, play with dogs and get your laundry done, like fair trade. And it's like <laughs> first day. And it's like, cause my go-to honestly is, do you want to watch the, if it's a guy who's into hockey or baseball, like, do you want to watch the game pizza beers? Like that's like the best, like one-on-one date, because I do agree with you. Like you need that face-to-face time and having to have that in a situation where a lot of people did it pre pandemic in bars, like going out and everything, but having it in a more, I want to say intimate setting is better, Mm -hmm. but a less noisy uh, situation because then you can actually concentrate on the person, read their body language, so on and so forth. So it's, I like your idea of like the milkshake. It's, it's cute. I will say that. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't mean that in like a patronizing way. Um, yeah. I remember recently, like there was some like Instagram influencer who was on TikTok and who's like, oh yeah, like if a guy wants to go on like a coffee date or a walk date, um, I'm not going to go with them. And I'm like, <laughs> That's why they're a TikToker who has stupid money that probably their parents helped them get that chance to make that equipment. What, to make what do you mean help? Like maybe like, no, it de- they definitely the had de- mommy, de- daddy's de- money. Exactly. Like, come on, like, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. She doesn't. Um, so it's it depends on the person, because I've known I've told friends like, oh, go out like mini golfing, like something fun, because you don't want to do the dinner and movie date. Not all not just because of your comment about guys being used for d- meals, because that's unfortunately something that does happen. Mm-hmm. If you can't talk during a movie, like what, yeah, what's exactly. the point? Like, I'd rather like maybe like third or fourth date. Yeah, that's a third or fourth date. Okay, look, I my ex and I would like constantly do movies with each other during uh, Halloween. Uh, This this is the one that I told you that. So I'm a dumbass. Don't do what I do, kids. I booty called my ex at like 1 a.m. a few days ago. And I flat out told because we haven't slept together and like I don't even know how long. And I flat out told him if the sex was bad that I was just going to delete him out of my life again. (laughs) But I, I give no fucks like. 
he he what burned me and uh, look fair enough no fair enough what you're saying the, the, when you the burn somebody emotionally you don't put up with bullshit but it's it. during movies or whatever like it was nice to just like sit chill relax because like a lot of people just want that silence that mia mentions in pulp fiction where you just want that comfortable silence with somebody just like yeah. truly what you want so and that's how you know it's a done deal even with friendships too the, exactly. the comfortable silence like i said someone had the you know that meme that's gone viral hey you want to hang out and nap that's mm-hmm. what you need i've mm-hmm. done that with my best friend i've done that with other friends i'm just like nothing sexual just share a bed just pass the fuck out and it's some of the most satisfying sleep i've ever had mm. but to like truly answer the question it's it depends on the girl and what you two are into and everything, but something that's more intimate and like quiet where you can actually talk with somebody because in that way you get to know them. And if you want to push it to the second date or not. So. Exactly. And make one. it fun. And it's, it's going to go easy. It's going to make go it easy. fun. Make anything. it memorable. Exactly. So what was we talking? What was the last uh, movie you went with a, uh, on a date? Do you remember the last oh, one? God. Mine was Uncut uh, Gems. Venom. <laughs> Venom. Yeah. <laughs> they're both very dark movies. But at least there's some hope with that. You seen Uncut Gems? Spoiler no, alert. yeah. Like Adam Sandler was a fucking gold. Like he, no pun intended, but he was the gem in it. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. And Academy just didn't want to recognize him. Nobody wants, like the Academy doesn't want to recognize the influence that Netflix has on the media industry. Yeah, they have no choice. TV that, or films. That that's uh exactly. That's definitely a a, a debate a talk for another day. But I definitely agree with you. They need to embrace now where people see their movies, and like, that's an easier res- option. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> All right, so we have Jack Bat Jack Black Fun asking. <laughs> Do you guys like, or excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Jack Black Fun? Do Jack girls Black like it Fun. when guys send smiley faces? Again. Ooh. It depends on the woman because I'm the type that I read the situation. If the guy's sending emojis, I'll use them. Or sometimes if a guy doesn't use them, I won't use them. So just if they use them, use them. Like, excuse me, don't overuse them because that's when it gets annoying. It's like, what what are we doing here? We're not 12 year olds in middle school, (laughs) but you have to balance it. Like it's don't overuse but like sending like a winky face or like a smiley face or something like that, like that's fine every once in a while, but you don't want to puncture. You don't want to essentially punctuate your sentences with emojis because then it just gets annoying. And it's like, what are we doing here? But what's your take on that? I think be yourself. I use the smiley faces and, you know, I've used smiley faces while talking to girls and, you know, establishing connection with the girls as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time or a good amount of the time, you can, you can figure out if it's most of the time or a good amount of the time. But when I have done it, um, the conversation still is going. And uh, I'm somebody who make the effort and like literally type out the smiley face, too. And I what think what do you mean type out as in like go to your keyboard and pick it out? Yeah, literally. Like I'll send you the chat. I'd literally do this as I'm for the people who can't see. I literally just type the actual smiley face, the semicolon mm-hmm. and uh, what I call the smile. And that's what I do. And I think, again, a girl's. Oh, you're using you're using the old school emoji. Old school. Not the new school. emoji. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically, I say, listen, your partner's going to like you for who you are. I don't think they'll be like, well, he's 
he, she, or they are using a smiley face. So you know what? Fuck them. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. If it really is someone that shallow, yeah, they're doing you a favor. So be yourself. Don't worry about smiley faces deciding your fate in love. If they like you, they will they like you. mind you. They won't mind what you type. Maybe they'll appreciate the extra effort. True. So now we have Glover Greer asking a very important question. Glover Greer? Yeah, G-R-I-O-H-E-R. <laughs> All right. How do I get a MILF to like me? And maybe if she's interested, we can be friends with benefits. Mm -hmm. I'll let you take that. Take the reins on that. Tell us, how okay. does one get Entice a, MILF? a MILF to fall for them? Or be interested in that. Okay, basically you're going for the cougar. Um, so I think probably the most successful age age is going to be between like 22 and 20, like seven, 28, depending on how mm -hmm. much like the MILF actually is. But it's just be yourself, like be flirty, like be casual about it, but not like overly forward. Because knowing you, you're probably fucking around with a married woman and you don't Ooh. want that karma. But if you if you're willing to fuck with fate, go ahead, do it, fuck around, find out. But you don't want to be overly like clingy or anything because okay, husband's around, going to see your phone. Like you, if you're going to cheat, like you have to be discreet about it and you have to like respect your uh co-conspirators like relationship and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like I honestly I've only I've only fucked one MILF in my life. Only one. Was and she. Yeah. <laughs> I was 23. Yeah, I was 23. Ooh. And it was, we were out drinking like friends and everything at a big bar, like talking, hit it off. And well, I went home with her. So, but the, it is what it is. Look, if it gets me off, it gets me off. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> Just saying. But, was this, do you know if she was married or not? Uh, no, she wasn't married, but I think she's like in the middle of divorce, like was separated. Oh, so she was ready to uh, she see was, what else is out there. Yeah, she was single and single and ready to mingle. But to like true yet again, like milfs are a little bit different than women, like uh, like women who don't have children, obviously, mm. because they're not mothers. Um, but you have to tackle them a little bit, like not with kids gloves, but okay. You have to realize these are grown ass women with kids who probably have a husband who are probably bored and unsatisfied in their marriage and who honestly needs to go to marriage therapy, but nobody mm -hmm. wants to talk about that. So as Matt so eloquently said, just be yourself, be flirty, like not try to hit like all the nails on the head. Cause you want to leave a little bit of mystery, but I heard one. I'm sorry. What, I, I don't mean to interrupt your point, but um, I was saying one thing I've heard, like, don't mention the age difference. You know, don't, you don't make them think you, you, you something like this. You know, sometimes there are relationships out of the created. But I think if I'm getting what the intention of this person's writing, like maybe more of a fun type of one night stand type thing, maybe friends yeah. with benefits, like casual. Yeah. Like remember the fun, the the steam they may want to left off. Again, I'm I'm not an expert in this. I want to say that too, but I'm I would like I would think that somebody in that position, older, 
you know, it's been with the same, uh, if we're talking for a guy, a woman in this point and, um, you know, they were the same partner forever and they want to, you know, explore out and have an experience again with someone younger, be respectful and enjoy that and be happy. Like you're the chosen one. You think we'll, yeah, exactly. Do you think we'll for what you get essentially? And just be calm with it. You know, it's a, it's definitely as fun. It is for you. I'm sure it's definitely weird for you as well probably hearts pounding and she too is probably like oh my god am i actually going to do this but as some of the great points kaylin has made is always keeping that communication so be sure to express that as well i mean don't make the gaps but just like hey just want you want to have some fun and stuff like that like i had i had a uh co-worker, Story <laughs> a co-worker time. at coles right mm-hmm. what i'm saying but she pretty much she told me about when she was 40 she took she took a 22 year old home and she's like you know basically she said like you're mine for the night like this is just a one experience and they made that clear and i mean she had she was able to tell us at the coles cashier on a saturday in the spring like this is five years ago yeah that was her moment and understand that's your moment too and just enjoy this you're for the night and uh be respectful and yeah. then enjoy the experience living out of fantasy. Yeah, you know? literally, that's what it is. Just just be thankful for your role in the fantasy and just mm-hmm. move on. Don't and try don't, and force it. Don't think too hard. Yeah, you l- let your other head do the thinking. So we have Zarlos359 asking me, how do I get my dog to like you like me more? Mm-hmm. This this is actually a question I never expected to think, and I say this as I play with my dog's training whistle. Um, <laughs> it's really I'd have to like know about like your dog specifically, but just spend time with them, play with them, just like give them treats and everything. It's all about like building a relationship, like much like how much like how I've always stated in the past. It's obviously your dog can't communicate with you, but if you can understand, like hey my dog's doing this. That normally means this. Like, for example, my Rottweiler, I was getting ready for work this morning. She came into me to talk to me. Well, talk. And she's like growling at me, like, like trying to get my attention. I'm like, hold on. I'll take you out in a second. And I apparently took too long because she took a shit in my stairwell of my apartment, but she at least knew like, Hey, don't do it in the apartment, do it outside on the concrete. And I'm like, (laughs) I can't even be mad at that. Like she caught, she was cognizant enough to not do it there. But it's just spending yeah, time great. like like my corgi puppy, he will love me more and more. Just like if I go throw the ball in the backyard and spend time with them, hmm. the Rottweiler, Lana, she's all like, OK, you want to just like chill and watch like something on Netflix and just, like, <laughs> pet me occasionally. Like she's she's such a couch potato. Like she would probably be a stoner if she was <laughs> quite honest with you, because she's yeah. just so chill. Like she rarely even acts up. But just spending time with them they're kind of like having a kid you just spend time with them and they're happy like love on them but all right moving forward and like honestly uh mr zarlos if you have any other questions send in and i i can help you train or whatever because i need more information really because i i love my dogs but all right helping out in all aspects of life exactly so we have mike asking i just got a date i haven't really dated before how does the relationship grow when can we get intimate and when do we get married i'm gonna let you take this one first 
you know, when it comes to relationships like that, if we really want to go from <laughs> hanging out to, to marriage, uh, again, I'm not married. I'm not planning to get married anytime soon. But what I've seen from whether my parents' marriage or other relationships I've seen that actually work, I pretty much, I've heard, if you meet your soulmate, like, you know, I've heard mm-hmm. that. I've I've also heard of people like I hated him before I hated him or her or them before before we got hung out. So but I think the most important thing, whether it comes initially right away or as you start to get to know each other, you're like, mm-hmm. wow, I'm I might I like really fall person. for this person. Yeah. I think it's p- different for everybody. I understand that everyone has different times Some people have their soulmates at high school sweethearts. Some people get married mm-hmm. way later in life. And I would say from what I've gathered from my the relationships I've seen in rom-coms is uh, I would have to say probably if we're talking from hang out to marriage, it's probably going to be a few years if you want it to, to stick. And the goal is to marry just once. And we don't want to end in divorce, especially how greedy people are nowadays. Oh, yeah. So I would say just let the relationship go. Enjoy it. You have to have comfortability have that chance to text them about everything and also give validation while you grow the relationship. I even think that some of the mistakes I've had with people I've dated in my past is I didn't have enough. There were times where I should have been more like, Hey, thinking of you, Hey, let's do this random romantic getaway thing just for the hell of it, because I'm so happy to be in your presence. And I've made that mistake while growing and dating that I didn't do that more. And I don't have regrets in it because I'm sure if it worked out, it would have worked out. Yeah. But I think that was probably even my last long-term thing. The best thing I think that why the spark died was not giving the validation, remembering what we're here for instead mm-hmm. of just hanging out normally. Cause then that's how sparks die out. So while you're growing that always just give them flowers, just because give them, take them to their favorite restaurant or event and just cause, because the, the the it's a privilege to have someone care about you that much and you care about them. So while you grow that and probably take, in my opinion, years and that you 100% know, I like this person, my, I like this partner so much that I don't have any reason to hang out with someone else, no one to sleep with someone else. I am mm-hmm. happy for the rest of my life to be with this one person in my life both mentally and physically. And once you know that, and I, in my opinion, I think that takes a couple of years to satisfy yeah. that and then just go for it Ask their hand in marriage at an appropriate age. And that's also affordable. Ask their father for their blessing. If they're still in the life. Yes. Do that. And, and you know, you're having families come together. So <laughs> if we are going to talk about marriage from, you know, to single people as they continue to figure out. I think, at least in my opinion, mm-hmm. just grow the relationship, get validation and appreciation for it. And then I think it'll all be smooth sailing from there. So that's my thought from hanging out to marriage. Yeah, that's a pretty wide gamut, I have to say, because, <laughs> okay, don't mind, by the way, don't mind me. I'm like coming off of a really bad allergy attack this weekend. Um, you're good. You're all right, though. Yeah, I, my eyes look like I'm trying to audition for a part of a zombie movie of the asshole who uh, is trying to deny the fact they got bit. Like, they were really bad over the weekend. But anyway, I digress. I have to, like, I agree with basically everything Matt's saying here because it's taking the little steps. And I say this as somebody who has been engaged, 
who has like, holy shit, I want to marry this guy. This is the man I want to be the father of my children. Um, It's you have to look at it from all perspectives. Like a marriage is literally accepting the good, the bad and the ugly about a person. And you're just like, you know what? I like them enough. I'm going to put up with that. Like, okay, they fold towels the wrong way, but you know what? I still love them or they don't take out the trash when I ask them to that's okay it's like it's like relationships are give and take and i have to say it's like jumping that far like how i said that gamut like starting a hanging out to marriage like there's so many variables along the way like Mm -hmm. as i know like you love to say your comfortability with somebody like that level has to just like grow gradually and it can't be forced otherwise the relationship isn't genuine and then relationships are forced and obviously everybody has their own breaking point and you don't want to hit that breaking point when you have children involved so i've had like a friend recently who he took off he broke off his engagement with his girlfriend uh or excuse me his ex-fiance and he's going through the motions right now and it's like because like obviously you know homies talking homies like talking over beers and everything over a fire pit he admitted that it's like look i i lost track of like our relationship like i didn't take advantage of like the time i had with her because he's a first responder so he wasn't at home so it's a bunch of little things that add up to like a disintegration of a marriage but before you really even worry about marriage, you need to worry about establishing a good foundation because if you don't establish a good foundation of a relationship, then it's, everything's just going to crumble. Like it's, I've seen so many things where people have just jumped into things and they don't think about like, Oh, I'm going to get to know this person. And admittedly I've had stupid moments like, fuck it. Like, yeah, I'll do, I'll like jump into things. And I realize like, yeah no i should not do that like months after the fact but take the time don't rush into things i mean when you know you know i'm not going to deny that at all but before you can worry about getting married you need to worry about how comfortable you are with the person and that in turn goes into being intimate with the person because there are varying levels of intimacy you have emotional intimacy where like i can tell you I can count five people on my hand that I am willing to talk to about like my feelings more. So my depression and my anxiety, like five people out of like the 7 billion people in this world out of the small circle. I know five people that I'm willing to talk about, about something so sensitive a subject to me. And that goes into like, okay, Hey, I can be physically in, like emotionally intimate with somebody and like, Oh, but I can also be physically intimate with somebody and I can show my love and appreciation that way. So dear Mike, take marriage off the table. Mm -hmm. Just think about actually just establishing the relationship and establishing the intimacy aspect in all aspects, because if you don't have that solid foundation, like I, I basically sound like a broken record at this point. It's like communication, 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 because you have to be able to have those rougher conversations because those show the truer converse, like the truer colors of somebody. Because if you have somebody who's going to skirt responsibility in the situation or who's go- always going to like blame you and you're the one who ends up apologizing for something, it's like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm not like, I'm wasting my time. I'm not appreciated. So why am I here? So Mike, 
Just worry about landing a girl and worrying about if she deep throats your cock or not. Don't worry about <laughs> marriage. Like don't, that that's way, way down the line, but way, way down the line. Oh, and speaking of, okay. Sorry, I got a, I got a Snapchat alert from a Tinder boy. Um, <laughs> that was on that same subject. So moving on. Yes. Everything's going to flow together, Mike. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm sure there'll be a day where you know you're in love because nothing matters and nothing matters on your phone while hanging out with them. Mm-mm. Nothing matters in your life or what you worry about the stress. You're just happy to be in the presence of who you're with. And there will be a day where that he, she, or them will provide that for you. Mm-hmm. And let's What's go. Next? We have, we have Chris asking, been dating this girl for a month, was wondering what other dates I can take her to as we grow our relationship. I think that piggybacks off of Mikey's question at the beginning, the first one, because as you grow your relationship, you get to know the person, learn their likes and dislikes. So some people are totally okay with like dinner and a movie, or some people just want to go to a, like a walking date, a coffee date, a milkshake date. Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm totally stealing your milkshake line with the Tinder guy I've been talking to. Totally going to do it. Um, You have to tell us how that works out. (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see um it, it was that adorable 25 year old that i told you about oh yeah yeah the one the one, <laughs> the one that cutie oh like yeah. he's cute yeah uh, i mean uh-huh. we'll we'll see if he goes to handsome like real fast Ooh, cute cute nice. from now he looks innocent but that's a badass that's a badass quote transition yeah i like um, that if you you're, you go from cute to handsome so if, if any like guy is called, me, sir. if any guy is called handsome rather than cute, they have a better opinion being told about I've them. I've noticed that. Does with that make female, sense? Yeah. It's, I've noticed that with my female friends that when guys, when there's like, oh, he's cute. And they're obviously like, like, oh, fuck, like, like, fuck, I can't the, find the any cheeks. Like, oh, he's cute. Nah, like, I can't find any good like photos of him oh, i promise he's cute or whatever like he's he handsome and then handsome. you and then you can be like confidently like here he is like also here's my handsome boy oh oh manny can't manny. disappoint oh no i have a funny thing to say after your point. do it you know here's my how i think the goal when you know you got the juice and you're <laughs> trying to do you know who the singer barry white is mm-hmm. barry white like he was the original weekend. If the best way to compare him, he was like the weekend. That's so fucking true, though. Like he was so suave. I mean, just a powerful, sexy voice. Such mm-hmm. a great singer. And this dude, he was a big man. He was like mm-hmm. 350 pounds. He just Something had the like swagger. That. And you know me, I'm obviously a pop culture freak. I mean, look at my wall. Uh, it was pop culture and sports, right? And I don't know why it was just I was working at Coles and I asked this associate olders like I was just naming famous singers. Mm-hmm. I said, "What do you think of Barry White?" And she just goes, "How oh, Barry White's sexy." Mm-hmm. That's the goal a guy has to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least it goes from you know a, a girl to fall for a guy like that, or it works for any person really. Doesn't matter the orientation. I should make that clear. Doesn't matter the orientation, but if you get someone like, yeah, they're sexy. That's how you know. But to counter that, though, some guys will just automatically say like, oh, she's so sexy. She's so hot. 
and it doesn't hold the same weight as it would would be from like a woman talking about a man. Mm. And then even though like there are, some, there are some women who are like, holy shit, he's sexy. And is it meaning it in like a complimentary? Well, it's still complimentary, but not to the same high of a degree as I was mentioning with the whole like cute versus handsome, like cute, the mentioning cute to handsome thing. Mm-hmm. So, but sorry, Chris, we digress there. But to <laughs> truly answer your question, just go places that you guys want to go to together. And like, there's no I such know- thing as a bad date when you're hanging out with each other, right? Well, it could be. I mean, well, to hang out with somebody you genuinely like and care about, you guys no, can, no. you all can uh, hang out in like, you know, doing like stupid shit together, like in an abandoned times- house. You'll be happy. Look, to look, I would love to go to like a uh, abandoned, like, insane asylum or something with somebody Mm -hmm. like that would be awesome to do but like for example with one of my exes who i was super serious with we would consider like doing grocery like costco and like grocery runs together spending time together and that's what i'm saying any idea is a good idea in this mm -hmm. situation especially when you come out like in the middle aisle be like hey look and and you can just see the (laughs) why did i go out in public with this person face but that's the real thing that I have to say, Chris. It's just read your situation, read your partner and ask them things that they want to do. And as something like, this is something I've noticed on like on TikTok or whatever, where guy girls commenting on like, Oh, when he's asked, what, what do you want to do? Versus like, Hey, I have a date planned for us. Like, don't be afraid to like have that spontaneity and take like charge and everything. And like, yeah. like oh shit, like I want to plan like X, Y, and Z. I'll pick her up, maybe get her flowers, go to dinner, do X, Y, and Z. It's some, I mean, a lot of women will appreciate that initiative because having a guy ask, what do you want to do tonight? Is the same frustration level that men feel when they ask, what do you want to do for dinner? <laughs> like what do you want to eat more accurately so that's everyone what wants, i say everyone wants to feel special put the effort to make them know they're spe- them know mm-hmm. they are special and put that in with the various ideas you can go out and do because you will make mm-hmm. it work no matter what as long as you're happy in each other's presence things will work work out what are some of your favorite just random dates you've gone to like i love going yankee games dates mm-hmm. i only take girls on a yankee game if like or think pretty much. I've yeah. never done the I, random, uh, the random go to a game because I mean I love every single game I go to, whether Knicks, Rangers, Yankees, or Giants, and I do not want. I could take a loss, but I don't want a bad awkward moment at a game. Yeah, um, I had an ex boyfriend who he and I were pretty serious to the point that our first date was a Yankees Red Sox game. <laughs> this was the ex boyfriend who, as a delayed Valentine's Day present, I got him opening day tickets. 2018 aka when the yankees got snowed out on fucking opening day i'm like mm. i'm still like what the hell but it, it was a good omen that year because you know 2018 was a good year for the red sox mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's let's see the yankees game yankee red sox games i've been to like rangers islanders games um mm-hmm. i've done and random trips out east on long island it's or even like I had my, okay, for example, just, and these sort of things can be even just platonic. My best friend asked me like, hey, what do you think about Van Gogh? And it's one of my favorite like painters of all time Mm -hmm. because when I got to see uh, Starry Night at the MoMA, I was like, be still my heart. Um, And I asked, yeah, 
it was so special for me. Mm-hmm. And I asked because I'd seen something like on like adverts and everything asking about like uh, an immersive like Van Gogh thing. I'm like, hey, are you asking because of this? And he's like, yeah. So the fact that my best friend was just like essentially a best friend date, like, hey, we're going to hang mm-hmm. out and not just like hang out at home or go grab food. Like we're going to go have, as he and I called a Sunday fun day where I, we go into the city. <coughs> I go to mass because I'm the world's worst like Catholic girl. He's atheist, so it's even more hilarious. Go to Mass of St. Patrick's and then go be heathens afterwards. Go drinking, do whatever. So, look, plan dates, even if it's just, like, with your friends. Be like, hey, man, like, I'm going to pick you up at 7. We're going to go to – and not tell him anything. Be like, yeah, we're going to go to the bar and drink and watch the game. That sort of thing. Just do it. Especially, just do it. Especially now as the world gets back to normal. Just do it. What do you have to lose at this point? Yeah, because – I can tell you from, flat out right now as like from a friend level, when you have somebody reach out, be like, hey, I want to do this. Do you want to join? And because obviously we, you and I both know the funk, because you and I have talked about this, like the funks, like the emotional and like mental funks people have gotten into because over the pandemic, not being able to go out, socialize yeah. and everything else like that. So offering to hang out with somebody in public will mean more than you know when you do it. They may not verbalize it but just know a lot of the time it helps more than you can think so. absolutely probably one of my favorite dates to on over is um my ex's uh second date right after during christmas holiday, mm-hmm. well after christmas our first date was christmas eve that was great and um right what did you do on christmas eve like everything was closed we went to the deli so uh this is how we went to a deli in our hometown okay it was excellent remember the potato cones and then the bar there was a bar in the shopping center where the deli is open and we just walked in get drinks oh i was so smooth kaylin oh god i'm gonna tell the story so like butter nothing so like (laughs) what happened was so obviously i'm italian and one of the traditions we do is the um Wow, the Christmas, you know, the whether the cookies or you create wow, I'm my girl's gonna be pissed. I can't think of the <laughs> of the uh the Italian, it's it's pretty much funnel cake, but not really cannolis. Not cannolis. Um oh ribbons, you know, Italian ribbons. Oh. Italian ribbons, yeah. like it's pretty much funnel cake. They were a funnel cake. It is a funnel cake, but you know, more formal. And I don't know why, but I felt like I'm going to bring these funnel cakes and no, sorry. I'm going to bring these. um, (laughs) I'm going to bring these ribbons. And after hanging out at this deli, then going to the bar next door on a Christmas Eve afternoon, I bring these ribbons that I felt I need to, I'm going to give these to her, whether it works out or not. Aww. did and she accepted them and shared a nice moment after that it was great and um horrible and then the ribbons worked i haven't seen the ribbons since because you know it's well that's 2018 into 2019 2019 we just didn't do it for whatever reason and uh it was dating someone else at the time but it was really sweet before she uh, had to go back to school and um mm-hmm. But anyways, our second date was great. Went to the bowling alley 
And I really didn't mean to lose. I genuinely was trying to beat her. I swear to God, everyone. OK, OK. Yeah, we had. I was not trying to lose. And I lost. She beat me. I was really bad. Now, if it was the um, what are those things? The the stoppers you put up the guards for kids. Yeah. You know what? I don't care. I'll play with that. And I'm so good at going after that. Oh, I must have had like nine gutter balls. And I really was trying specifically hard to beat her. But I lost, but it worked out anyways. <laughs> You're a winner. Don't you want it? To, don't, don't people want independence? What am I going to give them? The, no, I, I was like, no, I would <laughs> love to do like a bowling day and be like, okay, let's get a couple pitchers of beer. And like, we'll just like, exactly. Bowl. Because exactly. you can talk. It's like, it's casual. You can shit and then you play, each other. And we played laser tag on the side or the fight. The, okay. Uh, like, look, it was the, the arcade and stuff. Okay, sweet. look, if a guy invites me to go fucking laser tag, like I'd be like, okay, we're doing this. Don't disappoint me. You're going to get me really excited because fucking laser yeah. tag. Who, like, you know what? I'm going to look into laser tag places on Long Island and <laughs> I'm, I'm doing I'm doing it. I'm going to invite before shot of reality four. I will have gone on a laser tag date with the guy from Tinder. <laughs> please, and I will let you know what please happened. review. Like I said, and then the bowling uh, like I said, is he going to actually, are you go, do you want him to let you win or? Oh, absolutely or, fucking not. Yeah. See, like, no, if, if he's going <laughs> to kick my ass and kick my ass, like. What I could like I say? The gutter balls are cheap. It was all cheap. Okay. A very likely story, kind sir. A very likely story. But, all right. So we have Mr. Pumpkin. Okay. <laughs> I like if there's one thing I love from like these alias names, it's like we have obviously Jack Jack Black Fun. We have Mr. <laughs> Pumpkin. Um, and I have a special question saved for you last. Because pro okay. fun fact, guys, I never talk about the questions beforehand with Matt. No. And let and so I have a special one saved for you. Please. Um so Mr. Pumpkin asks, been talking to this girl for a few weeks. She seemed so enthusiastic at first, and then all of a sudden the enthusiasm went away. She doesn't use emojis or or she doesn't use emojis anymore and doesn't seem interested. Should I dip and stop talking to her? Or do usually people show less enthusiasm before they meet up? I want to hear what your, your uh, comment is first. It really is tricky. Like, the last girl really dated was the one exception that really didn't show any enthusiasm before meeting with them. Mm-hmm. Like it was pretty platonic, but you know, dated for a while despite that. Yeah. So if you asked me before I dated her, I would say, yeah, man, I think sometimes there's some sparks die out. Maybe she had some, um, another option and she just likes this other option more. Yeah. Which I think happens a lot. Oh yeah. And like I would honestly say, probably you know, it's momentum is big, but I also have had the opposite of people who seem more introverted. Yet before you know it, we're enjoying life and holding hands and stuff. Stuff. And like, uh, I, I, it's, it's really weird. I do think that some kind of a red flag if someone is giving you smiley faces one day is showing how excited they are to talk to you, and then they're just meh. Hey, what's up? And then, like, so, the conversation slowly tapers off. Yeah. To, to be honest with you, Kaylin, I, I actually think, see who else is giving you more of that enthusiasm. And to be honest, and that's just a good enough reason for me. Like, hey, what what happened? And it's like, you didn't seem that interested anymore. So yeah. I, I think there's plenty of fish in the sea. 
And if somebody doesn't seem interested anymore, well, they're lost on you. And that's another thing you have to keep in mind is the momentum up. Some people can talk for a whole month without meeting, yeah. up, but they still care enough to talk to each other. And maybe they FaceTime and put that extra effort for not that face-to-face interaction. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, see what else is out there. If she cares enough, she'll let you know. So that's what I say. See what else I, is out there. I take basically the same um, mentality when it comes to things. Because, for example, recently um, there was a guy who works in the city who he and I were like basically talking every day. Mm-hmm. And he even like he'd send me like texts like, hey, I'm busy at work or whatever. Because he would like the first part of like the first like week of knowing each other, he didn't really text me on his on the days that he worked. And I'm like, that's fine, because it's like I don't expect people to be on their phones 24 seven. Like we have lives outside of them. And then I told him, like, yeah, no, don't feel pressured to like text me or whatever. Like, I'm just some random Tinder girl. Like, I don't need like your love time and devotion 24 7 like you have a fucking life and he and i like we were talking basically talking every day and he even started texting me while he was at work and then he doesn't text me for like a week and i'm like i'm like the last person to be like oh my god like text the guy repeatedly Mm -hmm. like i pay attention to the signs like okay he's not sending smiley faces he's not texting me as often so i'm just gonna kind of slowly taper off and like back away because i don't want to be clingy i don't want to be that crazy girl so like i definitely support the decision about dipping and like backing away but also i've recently been in the same a different situation where i was like that and i a guy that I had hooked up with like once or twice. And he and I went from like talking every day, sending each other memes and everything, because as we all know, sending memes is the new version of flirting as an adult. <laughs> it's like, okay. Sending memes is like, I agree. I completely agree. showing the cool rock on the playground to your friends at recess in elementary mm. school. That's the exact sure good is. ones too. Exactly. Quality. Like one of these days I'll have to like give you my meme collection. use these memes to gain more interest yeah basically (laughs) like one of my my go-to memes um hold on is let's go to favorites um it's her i want to be on top tonight me fuck off the bunk beds were my idea Uh, and then there's maybe if i dress up as a playstation controller he'll throw me against the wall Oh. oh yeah that one was hilarious and then um hold on if you want to date me you also have to date drunk me and that's the real challenge um and then as the you last said the good bag and the is... ugly the good bad duh, and the ugly and the, yeah but i'm sorry if somebody's gonna be a shit show while they're drunk i'm be like look gotta slow it down and then the final go-to one is okay do we want wholesome or spicy spicy all right here we have um when you make him angry on purpose so he'll choke you with both hands during sex mm. like, talk about spicy yeah <laughs> like that face oh yeah so when you taper off from like sending constant memes and everything to like no communication, it's if it looks like a duck and talks and looks like a duck, it probably right. is a duck. But I talked with the guy and I said, no, you just seem like you weren't interested anymore. So I backed away because as I told you, when we first met, 
I'm not the clingy type. And he's like, no, that's entirely not it. I thought you weren't interested anymore. So I backed off. So it's, I can see why backing off would be a good idea because you don't want to have that embarrassment, but also be safer than sorry. Like you can say like text her and if she doesn't respond or if she gives some half-hearted response and seems like she doesn't care, then move the fuck on. Like you don't want to waste your time with somebody who doesn't care. Even if it's just like friends relationship, like hookup wise or actual relationship and especially actual relationship, because if somebody's not going to give you the time of day or common courtesy to let you know, Hey, something's going on, then why are you there? Like I was the same way with my ex-boyfriend, the last guy I seriously dated. And I was like, you couldn't even fucking communicate with me when I've told, like when he and I agree, like communication is fucking crucial. So like, I was like, deuces, I'm out. Like I gave him one shot to like redeem himself and he pulled the same bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm done. That's why I'm just using him for his dick right now. Cause I can't get close to him anymore. Like I trust him about yeah. as far as I can throw him. He's a wonderful guy. I love him to bits as a friend, but emotionally fuck that guy. Somebody will be happy about your presence mm-hmm. texting you no matter what. So don't sweat it. I think we, that's one big theme that me and Kaylin has it for the first three and the ones moving on is don't sweat what this life's given us, especially how crazy it is. It will come together. Mm-hmm. Some people find it sooner than others, but when it happens, you will not recognize or notice mm-hmm. that long time it took or whenever the right time it was supposed to happen. So be happy, be appreciative. And again, that was probably, that's probably my biggest flaw while dating was not having the time, like letting a mo- letting a busy life get the best of me mm-hmm. and instead focus on the important things. And for the rest of my life now in dating, I can now truly focus on that. You know, if, if something we agree upon something more casual, I can focus on that too and give that mm-hmm. validation or obviously friends and family don't, it's going to be okay. It's all going to be all right. Just remember to give that appreciation and validation as well. And people will like that. Yeah, we I can say that from an aspect on both sides, like having somebody take the initiative to show their appreciation and to also do that for somebody and to see their appreciation, because it, yep. it could be a simple thing as you. So like you're going over to your girlfriend's house um, and you have to stop to get gas and you pick up her favorite candy bar without her saying anything. It's like, oh, I want this. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like the whole little I'm thinking of you present. It doesn't have to be flowers, but it could just be something as small as that. And they're like, OK. They notice me. I feel appreciated. And a lot of the times, I'll, to piggyback off of that, people who have anxiety won't talk about it. And they think like, oh, fuck, what if? Like, maybe they don't love me or whatever. And then you have somebody doing something as silly as, like, okay, best friend, my best friend, um, he's Korean. He was in Queens over the weekend with his family. And there's a particular drink that I can only get when I'm out in Queens. And he gave it to me. Like, he brought mm-hmm. me, like, two big bottles. And I'm just like... So it's the little shows of appreciation go longer and farther than you think, in my opinion, at least. I think people have to remember that, especially if you make a great point. They really do matter. Maybe people not initially say, oh, my God, thank you for everything. You're going to give you thousand dollars. People may not remember what you say or what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And if you give that Mm -hmm. appreciation and validation, Nothing beats it and it's priceless. It's the best feeling you can give someone. So be sure to do that. Beyond this podcast, 
beyond the day after this podcast. Oh, I'm going to show appreciation. Do it for the rest of your life. And God knows I'll be working on that for the rest of my life too. Yeah. It's honestly like even just showing that little bit to strangers, like, um, give just giving a daily compliment to somebody. You don't know how like that could like make or break their day. It's yeah. they could have be having the world's shittiest day. Like, hey, like okay, for example, I was getting uh lunch while I was out at work, and this girl, like, I loved her nails, like the design on them were fucking fantastic. And I was like, Hey, I really like your nails. Where'd you get them done at? And she like she was like all kind of downtrodden, and then she's like perked up, like, oh my gosh, like I'm so happy to talk about them, sort of attitude. So it's like, oh hey. I like your shoes or I like your hat or a little bit earlier in the pandemic. I really like your mask because like mm-hmm. some of the designs that were coming out of masks, I'm just like, some people really went all out. I was like, I, that is not practical at all, but I like the design. So mm-hmm. it's just, here's your homework for the until the next shot of reality kids give a daily compliment to somebody and actually mean it. But yes, actually mean you have the final question. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> are you sitting let's bring down it, let's bring it let's bring it on all right so from secret admirer <laughs> we have why is matt so cute how do i get him to notice me smiley face you sent oh this in for yourself I, i'm calling it now like this, how you mentioned typing out the smiley this one's from you i swear on everything do you I'm swear on the Yankees? On do you swear on the Yankees possibly winning the World Series this year? I swear on the New York Yankees that I did not make that submission. I swear on the Knicks. I swear on the Rangers. I swear on this microphone. Okay, I'm okay. Not- I take that back then because I know how you love your microphone. So I know you're legitimate right now. Yes. If I was that full of myself, I would just put from Matt. You know, I might just do that for the next. Oh, time. yeah. For kicks and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for next time. I hear your words. <laughs> well, so okay, uh, why, why is Matt so cute? Why are you so cute? I don't know. When you're your mom is when you're both your parents are biracial and you have the uh, best of all these worlds coming together. Mm-hmm. It's I think it genetically helps, I will say. Yeah. I, I mean, and by everything I say from this answer, I'm not that full of myself. I'm just answering the question of what I think. Any other people can yeah. say whatever. I don't know my, like, why am I saying? Uh, um, I, I, I'm just myself. <laughs> you, I think the, the best part of me is just being Matt Brown that I think, especially after the pandemic, I really realized that more than ever. It, yeah. it was really started like 2017 was the first year I felt like, damn, I love being alive. I love being myself. And that's when I lost weight and all that. Mm-hmm. And I would say I just be in myself. And that's what I talk with anyone I'm talking to. I'm just in my job interviews. I just say like, you see is what you get. And I'm just happy and comfortable in my skin. And if that means anything, that's probably the most important part. Why am I myself? It's because I'm comfortable in my own skin. And that took a long, you know, even though I'm not that mm-hmm. I'm a very young person, but in the short life I've lived already, that um, really assured that I'm just happy in my own skin. That's what I have to say. And if whoever that person is, hit me up at MattBrown31 on Twitter, at MattBrown300 on Instagram. My phone number is, no, nah, we can wait for that. Uh, oh, no, I'll, I'll just give that <laughs> one out to them. Like, you can, you can DM oh. me and I'll, and I'll play uh, Wing Woman. 
Yes. So, just know everything you before you have DM to go me through Kaylin. You have to. You could also go to Kaylin as the person who will make things set, make things make sense too. And so, you know what? If this is legitimate, and like this person lives in New York, like I will set up a blind date for the both of you. Homie, don't <laughs> even care. Like, please let this be real. So Please. I can make this happen just I'm before just, like r- this I'm, ridiculous. It's probably my friend Brad who wrote that. Honestly, but if, if, it's, <laughs> if it's legitimate, if it's legitimate, you can interview them for the next uh, productive po- uh, conversations broadcast. <laughs> how how did how does somebody get you to notice them? How does somebody for me to get to notice them? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad I get to talk about this with you, Kaylin, because um, why me of all people? Because I think you'd really understand what I'm about to say. Okay. I used to be the absolute worst at getting signs. If I understood the signs in my life, Kaylin, we would have a whole different perspective. <laughs> life would be so different if yep. I understood the signs. You know, there was this clip and I never, you know, you like Kirby Enthusiasm? Yeah. Favorite show. It's my absolute favorite show in this world. Do you remember the clip where Larry talked about when he played strip poker for the first time with with uh, a girl? I think so. I'll have to pull it up on YouTube later to make sure I really understand it. I'll send you the clip. But long story short, this was the first time he was with a girl in his whole life. Okay. And pretty much it just failed. The dad walks in. Everyone's embarrassed. Um, He's just like done. And he says and and he the story is from a therapy session. He was like. Listen, Doc, if things worked out that night, my whole life would be different. And I knew exactly what he meant. So I bring this up because um, um, I bring this up because, well, I think the best way to notice me for me to notice you, if you bring legit eye contact, mm-hmm. if you bring legit eye contact and show your genuine interests and, you know, not like our previous listener said, and, you know, it just died out. If you just show your interests, I'm a very open person to get to know you. And if whether we meet at the bar, like we don't have to do the first FaceTime date, which I do now with everyone. I prefer to do a FaceTime before I meet you in person. And I guess the best way to show your interest is just show, show your effort into it, whether it's saying hi to me, because probably if we're in the right setting at a bar, I'll probably, if I think you're attractive too, I'll flirt with you back. <laughs> and well, obviously no pressure taking to slow. Like when I see you, I'm not someone, okay, how do we get back to my place now with her yeah. visiting so we can watch TV and more? Um, I'm not thinking that right away. I'm really not. I'm a very mm-hmm. patient person. So if we just, if you just show the eye contact and if you just say hello, like one of my things, I don't do this as much as I like to, even if I, I like to wave to people. That's what I used to do at the bars. If someone's le- looking at me, I will legit wave to them. And if they wave yeah. back, I say, hey, how about what's, uh, what's taking this bartender so long? Just show, just help me out. Basically, to answer your question, help me out. Show that you want to at least talk to me. We're not getting married. We're not, you know, boning right away. We're just getting to know each other that happens to have attraction. And there as somebody who's, I mentioned my biggest flaw in dating, why I'm mm-hmm. single, I will, what I've experienced now, I will show that appreciation, give the effort. And I want to learn and grow with you. So just Aww. help me out. And like, I'm really not trying to, you know, play Roman rom-com. That's just my genuine answer. Yeah. If you just help me out to also show your interest because I've let things go past my head. 
um, I will definitely give the most effort in it and treat you like the only person in the room, especially if I meet you in person. And that's from, and I say this from someone who did not date till way later in his youth. And so when did you start dating? Uh, not till like 22. Okay. Not even caught like, <laughs> like there's the joke. Like I was the president of a fraternity and a party fraternity that was friends with everyone and nothing. I, I was a virgin the entire time. And and I was a sophomore too, Caitlin. That's part of the thing, man. If I knew what was going on, it'd be a whole different world. But you know, that naiveness happened then and uh, it's grown me into a more appreciative and more patient, mm-hmm. respectful person, I, I feel. So just help me out, show your interests, and I will. If you if I know you if I know that you're down to give me attention, I will not take it for granted and say what's so so you're a cat. <laughs> if that's a bad thing or good thing, I guess I'm a, cat. Still, it's both. I'm a cool cat. I'm big cat. I'm Matt Brown, Matt Bunny. <laughs> someone, someone said, yeah, someone just gave me that one. That's starting to uh, see if that, um, uh, my buddy, word for word, pockets, which I have to have you guys collaborate with Dolaren and oh, Bars. God. They call me Matt Bunny. Okay. Much like Fetch and Mean Girls, I don't think Matt Bunny is going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to break your heart. That's fine. I'm, I already got plenty of other people call me first to last name and other things, but um, that's just the one that made me the most <laughs> chuckled, but it's fine. It's fine. I, all I care about at this point, when back to your question is just mm-hmm. show, just, just help me out and say what's up and DM. And I'm not going to screenshot you that I'll make clear. I'm not going to screenshot you and show you to my boys. Like, oh, look at this. You must like me or I, I'm way more. I'm a much more patient someone who appreciates mm-hmm. the people they're dating now because that's what really that was like I said you've just grown as a now. human being and there's still a lot more to do there's still a lot more growing not growing I'm gonna stop growing until it's my last breath so I have a lot to continue to learn so um just say what's up show that you just want in- you just have an interest mm-hmm. and I will do the same no pressure and I will Respect. definitely appreciate your smile and there we have it. Those are all the questions we have for this episode. Oh, man. Well, well, I mean, Kaylin, do you have one? <laughs> do I have anyone left? Um, do you have a question? Yeah. Do you know who wrote that? <laughs> if I told you, I'd have to kill you if I knew, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. No questions today. Just uh, enjoying the presence. But like I said, Kaylin, thank you so much. The great Kaylin Williams. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming back on. Of we'll see course, you again anytime. We'll see you again in June for this. And mm-hmm. please have your report on how your bowling date went. No, not bowling. Oh, sorry. Laser tag. Laser milkshake, tag. Milkshake. Milkshake. Laser tag milkshake. Laser, That's there's where, definitely we're, someplace. We're going to go for a L&M date. And I no, actually hold on. Hold on. I'll send it right now. Or actually, I'll. Yep. Sent. We're doing it. Laser tag milkshake. You have to send me the response after that. Of course. Of course. Homies help homies. So you guys know the drill. If you have any other questions, just fill in the form and the link of the Google Drive. And Matt and I will discuss it next time. And 
Stay safe, guys. Exactly. Go to the episode description below to check out the Google form for the next shot of reality as we recorded June or go to our link tree, which is on the Productive Conversations Instagram page, which is at Productive Conversations Podcast. And it's also on our Twitter at ProdConvoPod as well as our episode description. Kaylin Williams, you're the best. I love you. I'll see you very soon. And I can't I wait to Jinkies, do this again. Baby. Yes, I will be sending you the schedule right after this. So we'll definitely know, plan it's that in out. June. I already have it memorized. Don't worry. We have three <laughs> series against each other. And Blue, we okay, know, you know who's what? going on top. Barty, start like final point. Whoever went like Red Sox Yankees game that you and I go to, loser has to wear, uh, we'll go again. Loser has to wear an opposing team's jersey. I'm down. And we have this on record. Shaking. And I will not edit this part out, of course. Of course. And where do we wear this? Yankee Stadium, of course. So if we lose the first game, the second game, you have to go in the opposing jerseys. Yeah. So, definitely... so when the Yankees lose, like you're going to have to go to Yankee Stadium in a Red Sox jersey. That day will not happen because we're going to we win in that shit. I can't wait. Okay. When you get sure, a Garrett, Jan. Cole, when you get a Garrett, Garrett Cole day, I'll be seeing you leaving the place. Like, damn, I gotta go to the buy it, one hundred fifty dollar authentic jersey. Who's your most hated Yankee? Too, it has to be that. We have to do our most hated. We'll get you a nice number thirteen. You could throw it out after the fact. I'll take it. Hey, hey wear that. I bought my ex boyfriend a A Rod jersey, or not A Rod? Excuse me. Uh, actually, no, it was an Aaron Judge jersey and. Believe it or not, there is footage of me in an Aaron Judge jersey singing along to New York, New York. Well, let's so, repeat that again with A-Rod, who just lost J-Lo. You know we what? Know the and J-Lo's coming back to the fucking Red Sox because she's going back with Ben. Let so me tell just you saying. Something. That is the case. She is not a true New Yorker. With, I shouldn't say that. Jenny from the block. If she's rocking the Red Sox stuff, she can't do that. You know what? Jenny from the block doesn't give a shit. The famous... 2003 ALCS, which is the famous Don Zimmer throw to the ground by Pedro game. They were at that game. You can see her. She is rocking the Yankees, to be fair, but you see Ben Affleck there. She can't She can't do that. And it's kind of funny, though, how that happened, huh? Apparently, they these, uh, these love letters are happening towards the end of their relationship, too. Like, my God. He, he got straight up cooked by Ben Affleck. Yeah. And you I have know to say, what? though, you know who's my tr- Ana de Armas? That's my true celebrity crush in this world. Oof. Oof. That is some company He's to go from, her, go from her to her. I guess some people have the juice. Not bad. But then has, the, that, that girl who curved him at Riot, dude. Oh, yeah, I Aff- saw that. Ben Affleck's F- I genuinely love his films a lot, and mm-hmm. I think he's really talented. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, he's just a funny person to see. And he's actually a good Batman, too. I actually have not seen any of his Batman movies. He's the only good part in it. <laughs> okay, fair point. Yeah, because I, I won't see like Superman at all. I refuse to. Would you hang out with like a fantasy? What if you had this macho guy and he just dressed as a Superman and does the music and everything? <sighs> or what if it was Henry Cavill who is Superman? I don't know, like, because I'd love to like play video games with Henry Cavill, to be honest. <laughs> to play The Witcher. Yeah. Well, no, not not just The Witcher, but like he actually, I think it was The Witcher. He missed the original call from his um, from agent. Who was, yeah, from his agent because he was playing WoW. 
<laughs> and hey, I'm like, still got the role anyways. Exactly. I'm actually looking forward to season two. But anyways, we digress. We're going down the social media and like, uh, let's see, media just rabbit hole in general together. But you guys know the drill. Stay safe. Give us questions. Help me give Matt shit because Yankees suck. But well, as we return to here to talk about the Yankee Red Sox debacle with the Red Sox <laughs> losing at the beginning of their season, we will sure see who the best man or woman in this situation is. So let's go Yankees and let's go Red Sox. Okay. We'll just have to say at the same time. So no one's the last left. But anyways, Kaylin Williams, thank you so much for another great episode. We'll see you again next month. Mm-hmm. That's the great Kaylin Williams, everybody. We'll see you very soon. That's my great friend Kaylin Williams bringing the energy noise, and we surely had an enjoyable and fun time helping all of you out with various questions and situations. Thank you, Kaylin, for great energy, and thank you for coming back on to help our amazing audience through their various situations. We appreciate you. So we got a long weekend ahead. It's Memorial Day on Monday, and we definitely, in our hearts and in our minds, think about the courageous men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice in defending our country. And we will never forget you, and we love and appreciate our veterans who are no longer with us, who have helped us through the amazing freedoms we have in this country. Thank you to all those men and women, and we will be surely thinking of you as always, but especially on this Memorial Day. I just want to let you all know we will be off for the next week. We're going to take our first vacation week. As Memorial Day is coming up, figure it'd be a nice chance to sit back, relax, recharge, and get ready for the first full week of Jude and bring you some amazing, productive conversations and incredible, epic, and classic content. We're back on Monday, June 7th with Dre Gibbons, Jake Campbell, and Gabe Mills all for an epic, and I mean epic, episode of the Productive Conversations podcast. So we have that to look forward to. We have scheduled some guests as June heats up. We are going to start having in-studio guests again on the Productive Conversations podcast. So we tested our cameras out, and we are ready to rock and roll this summer with more great content coming your way on the Productive Conversations podcast. So enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. I will be missing you all next week. But like I said, we will be back a week from Monday, better than ever, on June 7th with the great Jake Campbell, Dre Gibbons, and Gabe Mills. And you all have a great Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy the unofficial start of summer. Be sure to remember while we're celebrating this weekend as well. And yeah, enjoy this fresh air. Enjoy the time with your friends and family. And don't feel guilty about it. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy the summer back into a nice reality and a world that is slowly getting back to normal. So enjoy it, prosper it, and make us all proud. I just want to thank 
my great guest, Kaylin Williams, for coming on once again for an amazing appearance. I want to thank you, the greatest listeners and fans in the world, for tuning in every single week and making the show possible. And I just wanted to say you are all the best, and I can't wait to come back a week from Monday and give you some amazing content for you all to enjoy. With that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I will see you in a week. Now go make an impact and be sure you were better that week than you are last week. All right, everybody, enjoy the start of your summer. Peace.